Welcome to the Whistle Way Podcast. My name is Kyle Whistle, your host with Whistle Realty Group and EXP Realty in San Diego. My name is Brian Kochi, the Marketing Director here for Whistle Realty Group in San Diego. The goal of our show is to give you the tools, techniques, and tactics that you need to go out there and crush it in your business, whether that be real estate, mortgage, or really just any business out there. The way that we like to do that is to give you everything you need in 30 minutes or less. We want this to be the type of podcast you can listen to on your way to or from the work. Or if the work, the work yeah, the workplace, <laughs> the workplace, Brian, the workplace, you cut the me work. off. You cut me off. I was going to say the workplace. Um, Tom, I want you to cut that clip and show that I did not cut him off. Um, or maybe you working from home and you're, you need to get the hell out of the house. So you go for a walk around the neighborhood with your kid or your dog or just to get away from around the house. house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So if you enjoy the podcast today, I would really appreciate it. If you are watching on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, hit the bell so you get notified of future episodes of the show. Or if you're listening on one of the podcast platforms, if you can hook us up with a review on there, that goes a very long way for us. Um, And the way that we run the show is we'd like to answer the questions that you have for us. So if you have a question you want to have an answer on a future episode of the show, go to thewhistleway.com, thewhistleway.com. You can ask us questions on there. Join our Facebook group, kind of get an inside look into stuff we're working on within our company. Uh, You can subscribe to our referral networks. You can get all of our people leaving California. You can also subscribe to the podcast, the YouTube channel, and find about our upcoming Media Mayor Mastermind event, which we're doing a badass system. I am like the biggest geek on Teachable right now. Freaking love Teachable. I'm very excited to be building in there. Uh, This is my year I step back from production and just build and uh, I'm freaking loving it. Good. All right, what do we got today, Brian? So this question, it's kind of a perfect segue from that, comes from Valerie Vandesilver. She has- What up, Val? She has attended both of our in-person Media Mayor Masterminds. Um, I actually reached out to our previous attendees, asked for help um, as we planned out our new one, and kind of said, hey, what do you like? What do you not like? What are you seeing? What do you want to learn? And she said one of the things that she, is that my chair? What is that? She said one of the things that she really liked. Too much ice cream, Brian. What, 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 what was that? <laughs> that was weird. There's some weird sound happening. Um, there was one of the things she, she said she really liked was, <laughs> <laughs> are you guys hearing it or is it just me? Just me? One of the things that she really liked was what you talked about, Kyle, is how you handle multiple offers um, and having an offer submission that's not just an email or a text, hey, I'm gonna offer in on this. Um, that was a, a very visible way to do it. And she goes, maybe you deserve all the credit. And I said, I don't, I haven't touched it. So um, I wanted to give her more information about it, but I didn't have more information about it. And when I just mentioned it to you, you said you're really excited about talking about this topic. So cool. as we're in a super hot market, how do you handle multiple offers? How does it? How do you make it easy for you to present? All that sort of stuff. Yeah. I mean. This is January of 2021, and it's like 30 offers on every property right now. So if you think about where we're going to be when we hit May, June, July, like it is going to be ape shit. So if you don't have a system in place of how to manage offers, your life is going to be a living hell. So you better get your shit together, and you better have a system in place for this. Because if you have people faxing you offers, because yes, there are still agents that request that, or everybody's emailing you offers... How the hell are you going to handle when you have 40 offers that come in? How the hell are you going to handle that? Because you got to present them all to the seller. So what's your system for presenting that to the seller? Like, if you don't have a system, you're screwed. 
right? There's that saying, if you like fail to plan, you plan to fail. You better have a freaking plan of how you're going to handle this stuff. So um, that's what we can talk a little bit about today. Um, depending on your budget, we'll kind of give you some free options of how to do this, and we'll give you some paid options of how to do this. So um, you want to utilize the system. I learned back in the REO days, um, which was bank-owned foreclosures if you're newer to the business, um, a lot of the banks, they had portals. And so when somebody wanted to submit an offer on a particular property, they couldn't even email it to us. It wasn't even like they'd email us an offer and say, thank you, but go see the instructions on the MLS. You have to submit it to that bank's portal. That's the only way to even have your offer considered. And so I experienced that, right? When I worked on the REO side of things and I got to see how the banks built their portals and everything. And I started thinking like, why don't we have our own portal? Like, why are we relying on banks portals? Like as those bank owned foreclosures started to disappear, I was like, why are we not doing what the banks were doing? Like the banks are pretty smart people and they were able to manage a lot of offers that scaled really nicely. Why don't we build something like that so that we can have, how could you get all like popped up? Cause Thomas yeah. is taking a picture. That was cute, Brian. There it is. That was see, really no cute. No one can see it. So they think you're crazy. Well, there's people watching on Facebook live and oh, there's people who are going to watch on YouTube. It's so only on you right now. They all see it. No one can see me. It's only on you. It's not the <laughs> wide shot. I know what I'm doing. If you guys aren't picking up any notes here, like just roll with things. Like things don't need to be perfect. You see, like we both said things improperly, and now Brian's over we here. We said it the improper. Perking <laughs> up like he's a, a mannequin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so bottom line, you got to have a system, um, and you should have your own offer submission system. If you are having people email you offers, that is just a nightmare. If you got 40 of them, I mean, what are you printing out all 40 of them? Like that's insane to me. So. We essentially took what we learned from the banks and built our own system. And so you need to have uh, something that people can utilize to submit offers to you other than your email. So free options, Google, right? Google's the king or queen of free. So within Google Drive, they have something called Google Forms. So you could simply go into Google Forms and you could build out a form in Google Forms with the information that you want. Do you need every single line, every single detail of the offer initially from somebody? No, you just want to get the pertinent info. So get some things like who's the agent, who's the buyer, what's the price, what are the, the contingency periods, what kind of financing, la-di-da-di-da, right? Um, you want to make sure to leave a notes section because, right, everybody wants to tell you the story of them and of their buyer and why they want the home and why you should take their offer. So you need to make sure leave some room for that. And then most importantly, you need the ability for them to upload the documents, right? Because there's a rule you gotta like retain copies of all the offers for a certain period of time, depending on your state. So they need to be able to actually submit the offer to you as well. <clears throat> so you need an upload option built into that form. So figure out what is that information that you want, right? Every state's gonna be a little bit different and every person within each state's gonna be a little different. So think about what are the things that you wanna have inside of your offer submission system now would you need you would need one form per listing per property yeah yeah yep. but i mean the, the good thing within google forms is if you have Duplicate. one build you just hit you know make a copy and they yep. just change the address at the top so um and then you're going to set up your notification preferences within google forms of like how do you want to be notified do you want it to like email you everything that was submitted or just email you and let you know somebody submitted something you can kind of choose your options there um, and they fill this form out. They hit a button and now boom, hey Kyle, you've got an offer for 123 Main Street and here's all the terms of the offer and here's the offers attached if you wanna open and take a look at it. But now what's beautiful is I don't have to go sifting through the offer. 
right? And like, okay, I know the price is on page one, and then like the loan contingencies on page two, then the inspection contingencies on page seven, and then this is on page four, and then that's on page six. Like, I don't have to go, you know, playing Where's Waldo to find all this information. Like, um, yeah. everything is right there that is important about the offer on that screen because that was the information I requested. So I can save myself a ton of time by having all the pertinent details in one place. I don't have to go looking for them, which is great even on a single offer. But now you start talking about 40 offers coming in. Holy shit. Like, are you playing Where's Waldo 40 times? Well, and then you can, you, it gives it to you on a Google Sheet so you can easily sort by price or, so that's probably the easiest thing to Traditionally, sort by. it's going to be price. Yeah. So. What happens is within Google Forms, you can select the destination of where you want all of these forms to go. So you're gonna have those go into a Google Sheet, a spreadsheet, and now you have all the information on a spreadsheet. Each one is in its own line, and now you could sort based on buyer name, price, contingency period, loan type. Like You could now sort out that spreadsheet however you want, so you could easily rank the offers from highest to lowest if you so choose to. I'm trying to think, there's probably a way within the Google suite of things to build, to automatically build a PowerPoint and on each slide put basically the information of each row. I bet you there's a way to do it. You could. I don't know how to. Yeah. So now you have this beautiful spreadsheet that has all the information in one place, which is perfect. Um, so depending now, once you have all this data, now you got to decide how you want to present it to your client. If you have like here in San Diego, we have Qualcomm, like very techie, tons of engineers, and Sony, like there's engineers everywhere here. If I'm sitting down with an engineer, I'm giving them the whole freaking spreadsheet. Right? They want to see the spreadsheet. They want to, um, you know, analyze every line by line. They love it. Where you get somebody who's a super high I and a, a high ID, like they don't, they don't want that. They just want to talk. They want to get excited and get straight to the point. So. Um, if it's a high C that I'm meeting with, I'm going to, and even high S's tend to want to know the details. They want to feel very safe and secure in, in the offer details. But my like I's and D's, what I'll do is I'll take, let's say there is 40 offers. I'll take all 40. I'll build a really quick Google um, slides presentation. Just pick a template. Orange is our color. So I pick the orange template and I just put each um, slide is the offers starting from lowest to highest because I was easily able to sort those out from the uh, spreadsheet that I had. And so I'll put a 500, 501, 510, 515, 516, 519, 520, right? I'll, I'll build all of these into a Google slide deck. Um, now I like to have a little fun. So I'll throw some images or something in there. Like we did one where the guy was like a, a gearhead, And so I put like cars drag racing and stuff like in there just to make it fun and kind of break it up. Cause I think we had like 23 offers on it. So I'll put some, some stuff in there. Clip, so clip art and star transitions is what I'm hearing yeah, you say. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Yeah, it looked like a four-year-old made it. It zoom. was great. Um, <laughs> so I had all this like fun stuff. And then, you know, if you guys have ever played NBA Jam back in the day, it was like the offers were coming in. And then it was like, we're heating up. There was a slide like, we're heating up. And then like three more offers. And then it's like, we're on fire. And then a couple more offers. And it's like, but wait, there's more. And then showed them like a couple more offers. And then it was like, dot, dot, dot. And the winner is, and then showed them the highest offer. Um, and then I had like a little, I think I, you could embed a YouTube video into your Google slide deck. So I had a YouTube video of like somebody making it rain. Um, so you build this cool deck. Now, depending on your city, your state, your rules, your, your style, um, in a perfect world, you have the client come into the office 
and you sit down around a table, put the slide deck up on the screen, and you have them go through it. And then you tell them, like, as you say each one of these offers, I want you to, like, tell me out loud. Like, say it out loud. What is it? Yes, we're staring at the same screen. I know it says the offer amount on there. We're both looking at it. But there's something about them audibly saying it. So now they hit the, the, the space bar. It's like 501, 502, 505. And they, like, but wait, there's more. Like, they start getting kind of excited. It starts to become a game. They're having fun with this process. It's an experience. Yeah, and then, you know, and then they get, and the winner is, and like, holy shit, 550, like, we listed for 500, oh my God, this is amazing. They're so excited, and then it's making it rain on the screen, and then hopefully you were smart, and you threw a bottle of bubbly in the fridge before they got there, and so you bring the bubbly out. Now, little pro tip, you also should have some Martinelli sparkling cider, um, just in case they don't drink, um, little pro tip, or if they have kids with them, now the kids get to, you know, enjoy I mean, in the, the celebration. Case the kids drink. Yeah, and then the kids drink. My daughter loves that sparkling cider. Um, so now they're like excited. The screen's making it rain money, and then you're grabbing a bottle and you're celebrating that you got them 550 grand for their $500,000 house, and they're stoked. How cool is that? Versus what a lot of agents do, and they get on the phone and like talk. They're like, this is boring. You're not making an experience out mm -hmm. of it. Like, this is one of the highest points of the entire process is accepting an offer because at that point, like, Shit hasn't hit the fan yet. Like escrow <laughs> hasn't screwed up on something. The appraisal didn't come in low. They didn't find mold underneath the bathroom sink. Like nothing bad has happened yet. Like this is one of the highest points of the, the process. Make it fun. Yeah. Make it something memorable. You know, now, now you're popping the bottle. The money's, you know, raining down the screen. Maybe they're shooting a, you know, a Instagram, Facebook story of it, sharing it on their social media feed because they're having so much fun. Like think about what is that like if that's how you handle your multiple offers versus what you're doing now. Okay, so we got off on a weird tangent, but I thought it was really good. So I gave them the whole process. Okay, so there's Google Forms, and yeah. then there's paid options. Yeah, so Google Forms works. Um, it's not the prettiest, though. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the thing is a lot of realtors are high Ds. Google Forms, you don't really have a lot of customization with, like, how you can display the information. It's like you got to put something in, scroll down, type in a line, scroll down. Like, it, it ends up with, like, 30 scrolls on a form like this. And sometimes that can be overwhelming to people. So there's other solutions out there like a Cognito Forms, JotForm, WooFoo Forms, like form-specific software where you're probably going to have to pay a little bit of money. That's fine. But now you can really customize it and make it look good. Um, Cognito Forms is probably – that was the one that I built on. Um, so I was really happy with Cognito Forms. I feel like now that we are so invested in Monday, I wonder if there's a way that we can build it into Monday and, and use that to start um, – kind of the process i don't i don't know exactly how shannon has it built out but i'm curious if that Just might... don't overthink it i think the problem is like is it really going to make a big difference if you use jot form versus woohoo form versus cognito form versus money forms like no just build this and you can always you know switch to a different system but at least get it up and running just like the the learning management system how long have i been talking about doing that and Two i'm years. gonna try this i'm gonna try that and then finally i was just like f it i picked a system rolled with it and i built more in a day than I built in the last two years of something mm -hmm. I've been wanting to do in one day. So sometimes we get stuck in analysis paralysis and we're analyzing like every little feature. Like, does that one freaking feature, is it going to change the world for you? Like and, just listed, just sold like, uh, campaign? <laughs> um, like, uh, yeah, sometimes we just get stuck in analysis paralysis and we don't do anything. So pick a system and run with it. Don't overthink it. So give me the bullet points of things. So I know you kind of mentioned a few of them, but what are so you said? But then you said we had to scroll like thirty times. So you need the agent's name, 
Yeah, I can tell you. Let me Let's pull up one, um, and I'll run through a, an example of the stuff. If you're watching this, if you want to get like a screenshot of all the information we ask for, um, shoot me a DM on Instagram. It's just at Kyle Whistle. I make it easy. I'm not trying to confuse people. So uh, we ask for agent name, agent email, uh, agent phone, buyer last name, price, deposit, or EMD, financing type, down payment, close, inspection period, loan period. Um, do they want a pest clearance? Are they contingent on selling? Do they want a home warranty and for how much? Which appliances do they want? And then a note section. Cool. And then the cool thing is when somebody does submit an offer, I get an email and it's just right there in the email, everything. I don't even have to open the offer yet. Now, yes, eventually I'll open the offer and look through every detail make sure and make they... sure they actually signed it and all that fun stuff. But I'm able to get all the pertinent details that I need to present to my client right there within that email. I don't have to go play Where's Waldo. Cool. Anything else you want to add about the your offer submission? No, I, it's not that complicated, right? It's just the a, fact you got to have a system. Do so, you have a subdomain for each one? Uh, we use Bitly links. Okay. So our MLS allows us to have um, links in the agent remarks section. So in the agent remarks section on the MLS, it says, do not fax or email offers. Please submit offer to, and then a link to that offer submission site. Um, and so... 99% of the agents do it, and then there's the 1% of idiots who don't do it, and um, the 1% who don't, they're obviously giving you a little insight into what it's like going to be like to work with them and the fact they couldn't even follow directions on how to submit the offer. Um, so that's you know, a good indication of how your transaction is going to be. So agents, <laughs> number one tip to getting your offer accepted is read the instructions. Read the instructions, read the instructions. Number one tip to get an offer accepted Read the instructions, read the instructions, read the instructions. Cool. Tip number one, tip number, tip number one, and tip number one, That Brian. one, it, it works very well for that one. <laughs> uh, inside joke. So, yeah. Cool. Good. What else? Anything else you can think of on that? I mean, it's, it's that simple. I think the biggest thing is have the system. It all goes in a spreadsheet. It's really easy to really pick through, especially when you have 40 of them. I mean, I, I don't know how you're managing 40 offers. I have seen some people print them out, like lay them all on a table. It looks kind of cool for like a social media picture, but I'm not doing that every time. I might do that once to show people how crazy the market is. But if you're actually like printing every offer every time, that's insane to me. Um, now, hey, maybe your state requires you to print and give it to your client, like comply with whatever your state rules are. Um, so make sure you do that. But the other part of it is make it fun. So let me touch on this too, right? Sometimes you can't get together with your clients. So in a perfect world, we, we all get around a table together. We throw it up on the screen and we go through it. But you can't do that every time. Um, so now, right, hopefully you guys have all like adopted Zoom. So do the same thing over Zoom. And what you can do, like Uber Eats, you can now order a bottle of champagne on Uber Eats. I just did it for a client. <laughs> uh, so what you could do is you could send the bottle of champagne over to your client. So let's say you know you're going to like meet with a client at five o'clock on a Zoom. So send it over, you know, via Uber Eats to get there by like 4.30 and tell your client like, oh, hey, by the way, we're, we're going to review offers at five. I got a little something that's going to be dropped off around 4.30. Or, you know, somebody could go, you have a runner who could drop it off for you, but I mean, Uber Eats is pretty easy. Yeah. So now you have that bottle dropped off and, and then you go through and tell them like, hey, Uber Eats is dropping something off. Just put it in the fridge for now. We'll, we'll deal with it later. Um, and now you do it up on a Zoom conversation, and, and now they get all excited and pumped up, and um, you do the exact same thing via Zoom. 
Sorry, I was laughing. Shannon just locked herself out of the office. <laughs> That's great. Cool. Yep. I like it. Pretty I think simple. we went we went more in depth than I was expecting, and I appreciate that. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, cool. so if you want a copy of like the questions that we ask, um, again, shoot me a DM on Instagram, at Kyle Whistle. I'm happy to share a screenshot with you. Cool. All right. So the last thing we like to do before we wrap up the show is share something that we refer to as the whistle widget of the week. This is something we're utilizing in our business that either saves us time, makes us more money, or just helps us have more fun. What do you got, Brad? So this is a Chrome plugin. I think it's a, either a plugin or extension. Um, and what it does is it allows me to see a visual of my bookmarks before I actually click on them. So one of the problems one of the things I do, I always have a thousand tabs open. Um, and if I look at the top of the screen, right, it'll say monday.com, Gmail, it'll say my bookmarks. Um, but there are things that are a little bit more visual that I like to see in, in, in a little bit larger format. So this is an extension or, or a plugin called Awesome New Page Tab. And it basically gives me, as I open a new tab, instead of going into Google or a, or a Bing or, or just a clear space, it shows me a, I think I have probably 15 or 20 little squares that have different colors based on the um, website or it shows like a little thumbnail of the website. So things like monday.com for me are pretty easy to know, but showing like my, our active listing tabs and stuff like that, it just makes it a little bit more visual for me to open new tabs. So awesome new page tab, it's free. Um, and I've used it for a couple of years, and I really like it. It's just something silly, but it helps me a lot. Oh, I, I might rip on that because we're, we're shooting two episodes today, so I might just steal something very, very easy that you brought to mind. Um, so within Google Chrome, uh, I would imagine every day you come to work, you're going to the same websites, right? You're opening up your Gmail. You're opening up whatever your like task or transaction management system is. You're probably opening up your calendar. Like you probably open the same shit every day. But what are you doing? You're loading up your browser and then you're going into like gmail.com, open, new tab, googlecalendar.com, open, right? Taskmanagementsoftware.com, open. Like you're opening the same freaking tabs every single time you turn your computer on. Like that's crazy. Why are you doing that? So very simply is within the settings in Google Chrome, you can go and select your startup pages. And so you could say, hey, every time I load Chrome, automatically load these five pages, whatever those five are that you most commonly use, just set that as your startup pages. And now every time you open Chrome, everything that you need is right there. And you're saving yourself probably a minute, but how many times are you loading up Chrome needing to do that at least once a day probably working what do we figure 2000 hour you're working like 100 200 plus days 250 days a year if you do that 250 times and you save a minute every single time that's like four hours that you saved a year minimum assuming you do it once a day for 250 days but you probably do it twice a day so you're saving like eight hours you're literally getting an entire work day back all because you just set some startup tabs. Think about that. That's the way my freaking crazy ass brain works is I think about how do I just save one minute a day 250 times and that saves me four hours. You know, I a, a quick little riff Scary on that. Scary place to be. Um, if you have folders in your book, bookmarks. Oh, why you don't blow your load now. Save it for that. the next one. No, 
No, we're we're talking about this. This is we're all talking the same about thing. guns. Where's your mind at? Um, if you hold Control and click on the folder, it'll open all of the tabs in that folder. There you go. So that's another quick way to do something like that. So if you have a marketing folder, a photography folder, a social media folder, a I have one for distribution. That's one as well. Cool. Well, hopefully you got a lot of value out of the show today. If you did, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure to give us a thumbs up, hit the subscribe button and the little bell so you get notified when we drop new episodes of the show. If you are listening on a podcast platform, really appreciate if you can give us a review on there. Those reviews really help us out. I mean, dude, we made like top 50 business podcasts in Canada. Like how cool is that? It might be cool if we make the US list. So help us out guys. Like <laughs> I mean, it's cool to be big in Canada. That's like Hasselhoff. He's like big in like some other country, right? What, like, what country is it? Germany. Germany. Yeah. He's I knew like, it was Germany. I wanted yeah, to see him hot be like Germany. Romania or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We want to be hot in the U.S. too. So help us out with a little review. We'd appreciate that. Um, again, if you have a question you want to have us answer on a future episode of the show, go to thewhistleway.com. Um, ask questions. Join our Facebook group. Uh, referral network, subscribe to the YouTube channel, the podcast, and find out about our upcoming Media Mayor Mastervine event where Brian and I go super deep on taking six years worth of everything we learned about creating video and condense it into a 16-hour course. Thewhistleway.com. That's cool. it. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Whistleway podcast. See you guys next week.